today on Lawfare No Bull. On March 23rd, the House Energy and Commerce Committee held a hearing to discuss TikTok and the social media company's association with the Chinese government. TikTok CEO Shou Zichu testified about the Chinese Communist Party's access to American user data, misinformation on the platform, TikTok's Project Texas, and more. Mr. Chu, you are here because the American people need the truth about the the threat TikTok poses to our national and personal security. TikTok collects nearly every data point imaginable, from people's location to what they type and copy, who they talk to, biometric data, and more. Even if they've never been on TikTok, your trackers are embedded in sites across the web. TikTok surveils us all. And the Chinese Communist Party is able to use this as a tool to manipulate America as a whole. We do not trust TikTok will ever embrace American values, values for freedom, human rights, and innovation. TikTok has repeatedly chosen the path for more control, more surveillance, and more manipulation. Your platform should be banned. I expect today you'll say anything to avoid this outcome like you are 100% responsible for what TikTok does, that you suddenly endorse a national data privacy standard, that Project Texas is more than a marketing scheme, that TikTok doesn't harm our innocent children, or that your ties to the Chinese Communist Party through ByteDance is just a myth. We aren't buying it. In fact, when you celebrate the 150 million American users on TikTok, It emphasizes the urgency for Congress to act. That is 150 million Americans that CCP can collect sensitive information on and control what we ultimately see, hear, and believe. TikTok has repeatedly been caught in the lie that it does not answer to the CCP through ByteDance. Today, the CCP's laws require Chinese companies like ByteDance to spy on their behalf. That means any Chinese company must grant the CCP access and manipulation capabilities as a design feature. Right now, ByteDance is under investigation by the DOJ for surveilling American journalists, both digital activity and physical movements through TikTok. We also know that many of your employees still report directly to Beijing. Internal recordings reveal there is a backdoor for China to access user data across the platform. Your employees said, quote, everything is seen in China. A gateway to spy is not the only way TikTok and ByteDance can do the bidding of the CCP. TikTok has helped erase events and people China wants the world to forget. It's even censored an American teenager who exposed CCP's genocide and torture of Uyghur Muslims. The facts show that ByteDance is beholden to the CCP, and ByteDance and TikTok are one and the same. TikTok also targets our children. The For You algorithm is a tool for TikTok to own their attention and prey on their innocence. Within minutes of creating an account, your algorithm can promote suicide, self-harm, and eating disorders to children. It encourages challenges for them to put their lives in danger and allows adults to prey on our beautiful 
beloved daughters. It's also a portal for drug dealers to sell illicit fentanyl that China has banned, yet is helping Mexican cartels produce, send across our border, and poison our children. In China, the CCP proactively prohibits this type of TikTok content that promotes death and despair to kids. From the data it collects to the content it controls, TikTok is a grave threat of foreign influence in American life. It's been said it's like allowing the Soviet Union the power to produce Saturday morning cartoons during the Cold War, but much more powerful and much more dangerous. Banning your platform will address the immediate threats. Make no mistake, this committee is also looking to the future. America needs to be prepared to stop the next technological tool or weapon China will use for its own strategic gain. We must prevent any app, website, and platform like TikTok from ever spying on Americans again. And we must provide the strongest protections possible for our children. That is why this committee is leading on a national privacy and data security standard. It restricts sensitive American data from reaching our adversaries to begin with. And what big tech and data brokers collect, process, store, and sell. It makes it illegal for any platform to track and target children under 17. Mr. Chu, the committee has requested that TikTok appear before us for a long time. For those we serve, we're glad the day has finally come. Today, the world is watching. ByteDance is watching. The Chinese Communist Party is watching. But the answers you owe are to the American people, a free people who cherish their God-given unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness for all. They deserve the truth. Complete honesty is the standard and the law you are being held to before this committee as we seek to get answers and a full understanding of what happens at TikTok under your watch. Thank you. Big tech has transformed the information superhighway into a super spreader of harmful content, invasive surveillance practices, and addictive and damaging design features. Data is big tech's most valuable commodity, and by collecting far more user data than they need, big tech platforms can use, share, and sell information to generate billions of dollars in revenue. Today, the American people are powerless to stop this invasion of their privacy, and we can't wait any longer to pass comprehensive national privacy legislation that puts people back in control of their data. We must hold big tech accountable for its actions, and transparency is critical to that accountability. In the past several Congresses, this committee has heard from senior executives of other social media platforms about troubling and repeated instances where they put profits over people. Now, today we intend to bring more transparency to TikTok, which is controlled by its Beijing Communist based parent company, ByteDance. And while TikTok videos provide a new fun way for people to express their creativity and enjoy the videos of others, the platform also threatens the health, privacy, and security of the American people. And I'm not convinced that the benefits outweigh the risks that it poses to Americans in its present form. More than 130 million people in the United States use TikTok every month, including two-thirds of American teenagers. TikTok collects and compiles vast troves of valuable personal information to create an addictive algorithm that is able to predict with uncanny accuracy which videos will keep users scrolling, even if the content is harmful, inaccurate, or feeds destructive behavior or extremist beliefs. 
Now, the combination of TikTok's Beijing communist-based China ownership and its popularity exacerbates its danger to our country and to our privacy. The Chinese Communist government can compel companies based in Beijing, like TikTok, to share data with the Communist government through existing Beijing law or coercion. National security experts are sounding the alarm, warning that the Chinese uh, Communist government could require TikTok to compromise device security, maliciously access American user data, promote pro-communist propaganda, and undermine American interests. Disinformation campaigns could be launched by the, by the Chinese Communist government through TikTok, which has already become rife with misinformation and disinformation, illegal activities, and hate speech. A recent report found that 20% of TikTok search results on prominent news topics contain misinformation. Social media's profitability depends on growth and engagement. More eyes on their content for longer time leads to more advertising dollars and revenue generation. Addictive algorithms are fine-tuned to optimize growth and engagement without necessarily taking into account potential harms to users. Children and teens are particularly vulnerable. Frequent online use of interactive media on digital devices is associated with increased levels of depression among middle and high school students. Research has found that TikTok's addictive algorithms recommend videos to teens that create and exacerbate feelings of emotional distress, including videos promoting suicide, self-harm, and eating disorders. Public outrage and hollow apologies alone are not going to reign in big tech. Congress has to enact laws protecting the American public from such online harms. And we simply cannot wait any longer to pass the comprehensive privacy legislation that I authored with then-ranking member, now Chair Rogers, last Congress, that overwhelmingly advanced out of the committee. It ensures that companies, wherever they live, it ensures, I should say, that consumers, wherever they live in this country, will have meaningful control over their personal information. Our legislation establishes baseline data minimization requirements, ensuring that companies only collect, process, and transfer data necessary to provide a service. And it provides heightened privacy protections for children and teenagers. So I think it's time to make this legislation the law of the land. And we also have to examine the reforms needed to Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. The liability shield for social media platforms has for too long been abused and led to a lack of accountability for social media platforms. So I hope we can find a bipartisan path forward on that issue too, and I think you're having a hearing next week on it, so we can stop the very real harms to our country and democracy under the current law. I'd, I'd look forward to the discussion today as we continue to bring accountability to big tech. And let me say to Mr. Chu, I know this is about TikTok, but I am focusing all my attention, not only on TikTok, but on these concerns, wide concerns about social media and uh, the protection of privacy. <clears throat> Chair Rogers, Ranking Member Pallone, members of the committee, thank you for your time. I am Sho Chu, and I'm from Singapore. That's where I was born, that's where my parents. And after serving in Singapore's military, I moved to the UK to attend college, and then here to the US to attend business school. I actually met my wife here. By the way, she was just born a few miles away from here in Virginia. Two years ago, I became the CEO of TikTok. Today, we have more than a billion monthly active users around the world, including over 150 million in the United States. Our app is a place where people can be creative and curious, and where close to 5 million American businesses, mostly small businesses, go to find new customers 
and to fuel their growth. Now, as TikTok has grown, we've tried to learn the lessons of companies that have come before us, especially when it comes to the safety of teenagers. While the vast majority of people on TikTok are over 18, one of, and one of our fastest growing demographics are people over 35. We spent a lot of time adopting measures to protect teenagers. Many of those measures are firsts for the social media industry. We, for, we forbid direct messaging for people under 16, and we have a 16-minute watch time by default for those under 18. We have a suite of family pairing tools so that parents can participate in their teen's experience and make the choices that are right for their family. We want TikTok to be a place where teenagers can come to learn, which is why we recently launched a feed that exclusively features educational videos about STEM. STEM videos already have over 116 billion views on TikTok. And I think TikTok is inspiring a new generation to discover a passion for math and science. Now, I would also like to talk about national security concerns that you have raised that we take very, very seriously. Let me start by addressing a few misconceptions about ByteDance, of which we are a subsidiary. ByteDance is not owned or controlled by the Chinese government. It's a private company. 60% of the company is owned by global institutional investors. 20% is owned by the founder, and 20% owned by employees around the world. ByteDance has five board members. Three of them are American. Now, TikTok itself is not available in mainland China. We're headquartered in Los Angeles and in Singapore, and we have 7,000 employees in the U.S. today. Still, we have heard important concerns about the potential for unwanted foreign access to U.S. data and potential manipulation of the TikTok U.S. ecosystem. Our approach has never been to dismiss or trivialize any of these concerns. We have addressed them with real action. Now, that's what we've been doing for the last two years, building what amounts to a firewall that seals off protected U.S. user data from unauthorized foreign access. The bottom line is this. American data stored on American soil by an American company overseen by American personnel. We call this initiative Project Texas. That's where Oracle is headquartered. Today, U.S. TikTok data is stored by default in Oracle servers. Only vetted personnel operating in a new company called TikTok US Data Security, can control access to this data. Now, additionally, we have plans for this company to report to an independent American board with strong security credentials. Now, there's still some work to do. We have legacy US data sitting in our servers in Virginia and in Singapore. We're deleting those, and we expect that to be complete this year. When that is done, all protected US data will be under the protection of US law and under the control of the US-led security team. This eliminates the concern that some of you have shared with me that TikTok user data can be subject to Chinese law. This goes further, by the way, than what any other company in our industry have done. We will also provide unprecedented transparency and security for the source code for the TikTok app and recommendation engine. Third-party validators like Oracle and others will review and validate our source code and algorithms. This will help ensure the integrity of the code that powers what Americans see on our app. We will further provide access to researchers, which helps them study and monitor our content ecosystem. Now, we believe we are the only 
the only company that offers this level of transparency. Now, trust is about actions we take. We have to earn that trust with decisions we make for our company and our products. The potential security, privacy, content manipulation concerns raised about TikTok are really not unique to us. The same issues apply to other companies. We believe what's needed are clear, transparent rules that apply broadly to all tech companies. Ownership is not at the core of addressing these concerns. Now, as I conclude, there are more than 150 million Americans who love our platform, and we know we have a responsibility to protect them, which is why I'm, I'm making the following commitments to you and to all our users. Number one, we will keep safety, particularly for teenagers, as a top priority for us. Number two, we will firewall protected US data from unwanted foreign access. Number three, TikTok will remain a place for free expression and will not be manipulated by any government. And fourth, we will be transparent and we will give access to third-party independent monitors to remain accountable for our commitments. I'll be grateful for any feedback that you have and I look forward to your questions. Thank you very much. As you state in your testimony, ByteDance is TikTok's parent company. Is it accurate to say that you are in regular communication with the CEO of ByteDance, Leon Robo? Chair Rogers, yes, uh, I am in Thank you. communication with him. Okay. Kelly Zhang is the CEO of ByteDance China, overseeing Doyen, the Chinese version of TikTok. Are you in regular communication with Kelly? I'm not in regular communication with her. Heating content is a way of promoting and moderating content. In your current or previous positions within Chinese companies, have employees engaged in heating content for users outside of China? Very quickly, yes or no. Our heating process is uh, approved by our local teams so in the various countries. The answer is yes, thank you. Have any moderation tools been used to remove content on TikTok associated with the Uyghur genocide? Yes or no? We do not remove uh, that kind of content. TikTok is a place for freedom of expression. And Chero, just like I said, if you use our app, you can Thank go you. on it and you will see a lot of users around the world Thank expressing you. content in, on that topic and many others. Thank you. What about the massacre in Tiananmen Square, yes or no? I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear the question. Uh, the massacre in Tiananmen Square. That kind of content is available on our platform. You can go and search it. I will remind you that making false or misleading statements to Congress is a federal crime. Can you say with 100% certainty that ByteDance or the CCP cannot use your company or its divisions to heat content to promote pro-CCP messages for an act of aggression against Taiwan? We do not promote or remove content at the request yeah, of the, the question, Chinese government. The question, is, we will replain the question is, are you 100% certain that they cannot use your company to promote such messages. It is our commitment to this committee and all our users that we will keep this free from any manipulation by any okay. government. As I previously referenced, TikTok spied on American journalists. Can you say with 100% certainty that neither ByteDance nor TikTok employees can target other Americans with similar surveillance techniques? Chair Rogers, I first of all disagree with the characterization that is spying. Um, it was an internal investigation. Yes on or no? Can you do surveillance? of other Americans? We, we will protect the US user data and fire it all from all unwanted foreign access. It's a commitment that we've given to the committee. So, so I guess my question is, are, can, I, want you to, I wanted to hear you say with 100% certainty 
that neither ByteNest nor TikTok employees can target other Americans with similar surveillance techniques as you did with the journalist. Again, I, I don't disagree with the characterization, characterization is surveillance, and we have given our commitments, Chair Rogers. The four commitments, I think it's our commitment that we will not be influenced by any government. What about a commitment that says that uh, you won't sell the data that you collect? Would you commit to that, not selling the data you collect? Uh, Congressman, I believe we don't sell data at, uh, to any data brokers. You don't sell to anyone? We don't sell data to data brokers. Would you commit to not selling your data to anyone? Uh, Congressman, uh, I actually am in support of some rules. I didn't privacy. ask you whether rules. Yeah. I asked you whether the company, TikTok, would commit to not selling its data to anyone and just using it for its own purposes internally. I can get back to you on the details okay, of that. Okay, get back to me. Would you commit uh, to not uh, gathering or dealing with location or health data unless you get affirmative consent? Uh, from the uh, consumer. In other words, under our bill, those are categorized as sensitive, and unless the person specifically says, I want you to collect that data, you wouldn't be able to, location and health data. Would you commit to that? Congressman, in principle, I support that, which, by the way, we do not collect um, precise G GPS data at this point, uh, and I do not believe we collect any health data. All right, so yeah. would you be willing to make that commitment that from now on you won't collect location and health data without what you're saying at all? Is that Congressman, a commitment? We, this is data that's frequently collected by many other companies. In our I know other companies do it. I don't think they should without affirmative consent. You said you want to be a good actor. So why not make that commitment to me today? We, we're committed to be very transparent with our users about what we collect. I don't think what we collect, I don't believe what we collect is more than most see, players in problem the industry. Here, according to an article in today's Wall Street Journal, Quoting here, China's Commerce Ministry said Thursday that a sale or divestiture of TikTok will involve exporting technology that has to be approved by the Chinese government. Continuing to quote, the reported efforts by the Biden administration would severely undermine global investors' confidence in the U.S., said Xu Tuteng, a ministry spokeswoman. Continuing to quote, if that is true, China will firmly oppose it, she said, referring to the forced sale. So despite your assertions to the contrary, China certainly thinks it is in control of TikTok and its software. Is that not correct? Congressman, uh, TikTok is not available in mainland China. And today we're headquartered in Los Angeles and Singapore. But I'm not saying that you know, the founders of ByteDance are not Chinese, nor am I saying that we don't make use of Chinese employees uh, just like many other companies around the world. We, we do, you know, use their expertise on some engineering projects. Are the attorneys representing TikTok also representing ByteDance? Yes, I believe so. A few weeks ago, this committee had a field hearing down in McAllen, Texas, and it was on the issue of uh, fentanyl and, and illegal immigration. And one of our witnesses, uh, Brandon Judd, a 25-year veteran Border Patrol agent, said that all social media platforms play a role in illegal immigration. That's one of the ways cartels advertise their services throughout the world and convince people to put themselves in their hands and come to the United States. The cartels all use social media platforms. Are you aware of this phenomenon? Uh, any content that, um, that promotes human abuse is a violative of our community guidelines, which dictates what is allowed and not allowed on our platform. We proactively identify and remove them from our platform. Now, under Beijing's um, security laws, uh, 
Article 7 uh, compels companies to provide data. Uh, Article 10 uh, makes the reach of the law uh, extra, uh, extraterritorial. Now, this is very clear. I don't need to read all of it uh, into the record, uh, but that, those are the laws of, uh, of the PRC. How does uh, ByteDance, how does TikTok, rather, how do you convince uh, the Congress of the United States that there can be a clean break? Uh, why would the Chinese government sidestep uh, their uh, national law, including Article 7, Article 10, um, uh, in terms of user data? Congressman, th thank you for the question. I'm glad you asked this. As I said in the opening statement, our plan is to move American data to be stored on American soil I by the American that. company. I understand that, but, uh, uh, but you're sidestepping, or I haven't read anything uh, in terms of uh, TikTok, how you can actually say, and you spoke in your opening statement about a firewall relative to the data. But the Chinese government has that data. How, how can you promise that, uh, that that will move into, uh, into the United States of America and be protected here? Uh, Congressman, I have seen no evidence that the Chinese government has access to that data. They have never asked us. We have not provided. Well, you know what? I've I, asked find that that, I find that actually preposterous. I have uh, looked in, I have seen no evidence of this happening. Mm. And in order to assure everybody here and all our users, our commitment is to move the data in, into the United States to be stored on American soil by an American company, overseen by American personnel. So the risk will be similar to any government going to an American company asking for data. Can you tell me uh, who writes the uh, algorithms for TikTok? Today, the algorithm that powers the U.S. user experience um, is running in the Oracle Cloud infrastructure. Mm -hmm. um, yes, you know, in the, initially there were parts of the source code, especially in the infrastructure layer, that doesn't touch um, the user experience. Now, that's a collaborative global effort, including built by engineers in China, just like many other companies, by the way. The phone you use, the car you drive, is a, is a global collaborative effort. Now, but today, the business um, sites and the main parts of the code for TikTok is written by TikTok employees. And uh, um, Congresswoman, what we are offering is third-party monitoring of our source code. I am not aware of any company, American companies or otherwise, that has actually done that. We're, because we are saying we want to give you transparency and rely on third parties to make sure that we get all the comfort that we need about the experience. Last year, a federal judge in Pennsylvania found that Section 230 protected TikTok from being held responsible for the death of a 10-year-old girl who participated in a blackout challenge, also known as the choking challenge. TikTok actively pushes video on her feed. Unfortunately, this is one of the many devastating examples of children losing their lives because of content promoted by TikTok. Section 230 was never intended to shield companies like yours from amplifying dangerous and life-threatening content to children. Do you consider this to be a good faith moderation? <clears throat> Congressman, as a father myself, when I hear about the tragic deaths of my question young people, is, do you, it's do you heartbreaking. Do you find that good faith moderation? Well, Congressman, uh, Section 230 is a very complex okay, I'm, issue. I'm, you know, yes or no? I, 
we are very focused on safety, and okay. all these I'm, dangerous I'm, I'm challenges are that as move when we find them. Do you believe TikTok deserves this liability protection? I'm sorry, Congressman. Do you believe that TikTok deserves this li liability protection under Section 230? Congressman, as you pointed out, uh, uh, 230 has been very important for freedom of expression on the internet. It's one of the commitments we have given to this committee and our users, and I do, I do think it's important to preserve that. But companies should be raising the bar on safety. Let me, let me I, follow I really up. agree. Let me just follow up. Are employees of ByteDance subject to Chinese law, including the 2017 National Intelligence Law, which requires any organization or citizen to support, assist, and cooperate with state intelligent work in accordance with the law? Like many companies, including many American companies, we rely on a global workforce, including engineers in China. Okay, but so no, yes the, or no? Uh, yes. So in the past, yes. I'm in sorry? the past, yes. Yes, but... We are building Project Texas, and we're committing okay. the firewall I'm, off I'm, all I'm, protected I'm, data. I'm that I want the foreign access. Do any ByteDance employees in China, including engineers, currently have access to user, U.S. user data? Today, all um, U.S. user data is stored by default in the Oracle Cloud infrastructure, question, and yes, access to that is controlled is, by American Byte personnel. Do any ByteDance employees in China, including engineers, currently have access to U.S. data? Uh, Congressman, uh, I would appreciate this. This is a complex uh, topic. Today, all data yes, is stored yes by no. default. It's not that complex. Yes or no, do they have access to user data? We have, after Project Texas is done, the answer is no. Today, there is still yeah, so some data that we need yes, to delete. But, but I'm also concerned about how the content in TikTok is being distributed particularly to young people. This is not a problem unique to TikTok, but TikTok has 150 million users in the United States. And so I think you'll agree that TikTok has a particular responsibility to monitor content to make sure that it's safe and accurate. Would that be fair to say? Yes, I agree with that. So, um, you know, I know you said in your opening statement there's a ban for or limited for kids under 13 and under 18 and so on. But I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I know it won't be news for you that, that uh, computer-savvy kids actually can bypass some of those restrictions quite frequently, and they can do it even if they have parental oversight. And so what I want to ask you is, is, rather than putting the burden on young people and parents, to accurately put in the birth date and so on when registering for TikTok. I want to ask you what TikTok can do to make sure to monitor this, this content. And I want to give you some examples of some of the extreme content. Mr. Latta talked about the uh, blackout challenge and the some of the dangers to young people's safety, but there's also extreme content around healthcare information. Um, in one study, 13 out of 20 results um, for the question, does mugwort induce abortion? It's, it, it talked about herbal so-called abortifacients like papaya seeds, which don't work. And so if people searching for information on safe abortions went on TikTok, they could get devastatingly incorrect information. Another, um, an, another study showed that TikTok was, uh, had a, a hydro hydroxychloroquine tutorial on how to fabricate this from grapefruit. Now, there's two problems with that. 
Number one, hydroxychloroquine is not effective in treating COVID. So that's one issue. The second issue is you can't even make hydroxychloroquine from grapefruit. So again, this is a really serious miscommunication about healthcare information that people looking at, at, um, at TikTok are able to get. And in fact, it's being pushed out to them. So I want to know from you, and I will give you time to answer this. You have current, current controls, but the current controls are not working to keep this information mainly from young people, but from Americans in general. What more is, is TikTok doing to try to strengthen its review to keep this information from coming across to people? Th thank you for the question, um, Congresswoman. The dangerous misinformation that you mentioned is not allowed on our platform. It violates them. I'm sorry to report it is on your platform, though. Uh, uh, Congresswoman, I, I don't think I can sit here and say that we are perfect in doing this. We do work very hard. So how can you make yourself more perfect? I don't want you to say it's not there or you apologize. What can you do to limit it as much as possible, more than what you're doing now? We invest... Uh, significant amount in our content moderation work. I shared that number in, our, uh, in my written that I know you're investing, yes. but, but what steps are you taking to improve the AI or whatever else you're doing to limit this content? For example, if you search for certain search terms, we do direct you on TikTok to resource safety resources. That's one of the things we have done. We will continue to invest in this. I recognize and, and fully align with you that this is a problem that faces our industry that we need to really invest and address. This, I'm very in, in alignment. The vast majority of our users come to our platform for entertaining, safe content. But there are people who do have some, who do spout some dangerous misinformation, and we need to take that very seriously, invest in it, proactively identify it, and, and remove it from our platform. Can Doyen personnel or employees access TikTok user data? Not uh, after Project Texas. This is not allowed. I'm also concerned about an issue that our chairwoman brought up um, about an apparent pattern of misinformation, misrepresentation from your company in regards to the amount and extent of data that you're collecting, as well as how much has been accessed from inside China. There are dozens of public reports that conclude individuals in the People's Republic of China have been accessing data on U.S. users directly contradicting several public statements by TikTok employees. And I'm, I'm referencing Project Raven, which was first reported on by Forbes last October. Um, their investigation revealed, I'm sorry, I'm about out of time. Do you want to respond to that? Yes, Congressman. Um, we do not condone the effort by certain former employees to access U.S. Uh, TikTok user data in an attempt to identify the source of leaked confidential information. We condemn these actions. After learning about them, we found a highly reputable law firm to thoroughly investigate the, the incident. We took swift disciplinary action against employees who were found to be involved and are implementing measures to make sure this doesn't happen again. We have made this team um, available to you. They, I think they have briefed many of you in this committee very extensively, and I will continue to make them very available to you as part of our transparent commitment. So today, um, in the Wall Street Journal, um, they said, uh, today, uh, China, uh, um, uh, uh, China's uh, commerce minister um, said that uh, China opposes the sale of TikTok because it would involve um, export, exporting China's technology and would uh, 
and this is the important part, and would need to be approved by the Chinese government. Would need to be approved by the Chinese government. So um, all of what you've been saying about the distance between TikTok and China um, has been said to be not true um, in, the, uh, in the paper today. And I, I would like to see what you have to say in response. Congresswoman, I uh, do disagree with that characterization. I think we have designed Project Texas to protect U.S. user interests and to move forward here in the U.S. Again, it's the protections of storing American data on American soil by an American company looked after by American personnel. And I do not think that uh, you know, uh, our commitments to this committee and all our users is impacted by, by any event that uh, you mentioned. Now, um, the, the whole you know, discussion on this, um, the resolution of this is, is an ongoing and developing event. So we will continue to pay attention to this and we'll get back to you when we have more specifics. So but my commitment stand. Last fall, uh, along with Gus Villarakis, who were chair and co-chair of, uh, of the subcommittee together, um, uh, were, were, were told that um, TikTok had surveilled, uh, w was involved in, in surveillance of uh, users, very personal information. Um, and you might say, well, not more than other companies, and I agree with uh, um, Ranking Member Pallone that I, I really don't want to go by that standard particularly, but that TikTok's in-app browser surveilled everything um, from Americans, including passwords and um, credit card numbers, et cetera. So I just want to ask you, um, if, uh, if TikTok did track and collect this sensitive data that Americans um, don't want to have disclosed. Congressman, th thank you. I'm glad you asked this question because, like you pointed out, we actually do not believe we collect more data than any other social media company out there. A lot of these reports, and I, we can talk about which specific one, specific one you're talking about, a lot of them are not that accurate. Some of them we have contacted, the, we have actually gotten in touch with the authors to help them understand the data that we're collecting. A lot of it is speculation. You know, this is something they could do, they could do. But if you look at the subtext, this is something that so every I, company I, could I, do. I, I'm running out of time. Does TikTok share user uh, information from um, uh, companies, uh, from parent companies, um, from affiliated or... Um, uh, or send uh, user information to uh, overseas? Uh, in the past, yes, for interoperability, interoperability purposes. Now, after Project Texas, all protected U.S. data will be stored here uh, with the access controlled by a special team of US, U.S. personnel. Again, Congresswoman, this is something that, as far as I understand, no other company, including American companies, are willing to go. So... Maybe this is uh, something that we can ask the industry to provide, not just us. Um, everything is seen in China, is really what they said. People who were in touch with the sensitive data um, were saying that. How do you respond to that? I, I disagree with that statement. Well, I know you disagree with that statement. But my point is, how does that happen that employees of the, uh, of the company um, are saying that, in fact, that's not true. 
I cannot speak to, I don't know who this person is, so I cannot speak to what the person has or has not said. What I can say is, you know, based on my position in this company and the responsibility that I have, that statement is just not true. Mr. Chu, just yes or no, do you believe a requirement for annual contact moderation practices for social media platforms would be beneficial? Yes or no? Yes. Today, do ByteDance employees in Beijing have access to American data? Uh, Congressman, we have been very open about this. We have relied on global interoperability. You yeah. have access to American data. Congressman, I'm answering your question if you give me just a bit of time. We, we rely on global interoperability, and we have employees in China. So, yes, the Chinese engineers do have access to global data. They have access to global data. Uh, we have heard. Not concerns. storage. No, storage has always been in Virginia and Singapore. The, the physical service. You have no access to storage, to American data today. That's not what I said. I said... So you do have access to American data, and you have storage of American data. The American data has always been stored in Virginia and Singapore in the past. And access of this is on an as-required basis as by engineers globally. Who? By engineers for business purposes. By engineers? It's a private com by dance, by dance, uh, the Communist out, Party? No, no. Why? Uh, how can you say that? This is a, if this they is have a access. private business. This is a private business, and... Is uh, like many other businesses, many other American companies, we rely on the global workforce. Yes or no answers, please. Mr. Chu, have any prior versions of TikTok's app collected precise GPS information from U.S. users? Yes or no? Yes, from back in 2020, about three years ago. Are there currently TikTok users who still hold old versions of the app that collect precise GPS information from U.S. users, yes or no? That could be, but that's a small percentage. Difference. Still dangerous. Has TikTok at any time fed precise GPS information collected from U.S. users into algorithms to serve user ads? Yes or no? I will need to check on the details because we do not currently collect that. So uh, I, I need to check on the details. Yeah, I'm sure there is a yes there. But has TikTok at any time fed precise GPS information collected from U.S. users into algorithms? No, I'm having talk today to make inferences about users. Yes or no? I'm not sure of the specifics. So I'd like answers. Yeah. Yes or no? After this, has TikTok at any time sold precise GPS information? Collected from U.S. users, yes or no? We do not sell data to data brokers, if that's the question. That, and you've never done that? I do not believe so. Has TikTok at any time sold or shared with third parties it, it, or algorithmic inferences that were made using, in part or in whole, precise GPS information collected from U.S. users, yes or no? Uh, Congressman, I need to check on these specifics. What I can tell you is right now we do not collect uh, precise GPS location data in the United States. All right. Does TikTok still use inferences that were made using in part or in whole precise GPS information collected from U.S. users? I'm, I'm sorry, would you repeat that? Does TikTok still use inferences that you've gained that were made using in part in or whole precise GPS information collected from U.S. users in your algorithms? That will be a very technical question. I will have to check and get back to you. 
as TikTok at any time provided the Chinese government with either precise GSP information collected from U.S. users or inferences made from that data. That I can give you a straight up no. Mr. Chu, has ByteDance spied on Americans at the direction of the Chinese Communist Party? No. We're talking about uh, AI, that's a very generic term. Do you use machine learning to influence the uh, algorithms at, at TikTok? In, uh, this gets very technical, and we have published uh, several blogs about this, which I can forward to your team. Okay. Um, but yes, it's mainly based on interest signals. Whatever the motivation, I'm trying to point out that as you move from a publisher, by as you manipulate this data with algorithms, that you step out from the protections of text section 230. Do you see that logic? Uh, this, this is a very complex uh, I understand it's very argument. complex, but yeah. you see the logic. In your mind, has TikTok ever stepped across the line from a distributor to a publisher? Congressman, again, this is a very complex topic. I, I will need to get back to you I on understand this that. So, Mr. Chu, would TikTok be prepared to divest from ByteDance and uh, Chinese Communist Party ties if the Department of Treasury instructed you all to do so? Uh, Congressman, I said in my opening statement, I think we are, need to address the problem of privacy. I agree with you. I don't think ownership is the issue here. With a lot of respect, American social companies don't have a good track record with data privacy and user security. I mean, look at Facebook and Cambridge Analytica. Just one example. So, so uh, I, I do think that you know, it is not about the ownership. It is a lot about making sure we have Project Texas, making sure that we're protecting and firewalling US user data from unwanted foreign access, giving third parties to come in to have a look at this and making sure that everybody is comfortable. We're giving transparency and third-party monitoring, and that's what we're doing for Project Texas. You stated that TikTok has invested $1.5 billion in Project Texas. Are you aware of any discussions or proposals that entail TikTok, that entail TikTok funding or offsetting the costs of CFIUS role? Those discussions are, uh, I need to get back on you on the specifics, but I can tell you, yes, we did spend approximately one and a half billion U.S. dollars on our side. You spent one and a half billion dollars on Project Texas. But do you have any, I mean, you agree that if CFIUS takes on this role, they're going to need a massive influx of dollars in human resources, right? I cannot speak on behalf of CFIUS, Congressman. Should the U.S. government expend such resources to create this extraordinary arrangement for TikTok, especially considering alleged data privacy and national security risks? Congressman, I cannot speak on behalf of the United States. Well, but Project States. Texas doesn't work without CFIUS, right? Project, Project, Project Texas, as you guys have proposed it, does not work without CFIUS involvement. The idea behind Project Texas is the firewall of U.S. user data, Make sure it's stored by an American company overseen by American personnel. And we will invite third-party monitors to, to monitor this. So that, in essence, in, at least as far as I know, is the majority of the cost because it will rely on not just us building the infrastructure, but us you know, finding and hiring these third-party monitors who are vetted to come in and monitor this structure. Reports have shown that TikTok accounts managed by MediaLinks TV, a propaganda arm of the CCP, pushed divisive content before the recent midterm election. Mr. Shu, yes or no, has, to your knowledge, has the CCP coordinated or utilized TikTok to influence users through algorithms, state-paid content creation, or in any other capacity? No, they do not do that. We do not promote or remove any content on behalf of the Chinese government. You don't. But did the Chinese government, do you have any knowledge of that? 
we do not do, uh, Congressman, we have only one process of removing content on our platform. Okay. And the process is, is done by our content moderation team headquartered in Ireland and Dublin, sorry, Ireland and the US. And we will only remove content if it violates our guidelines. And that's something that we audit, you know, or if there's a valid legal order. Since the early stages of the pandemic, TikTok has been used as a platform for people pushing misinformation, disinformation, including by those casting doubt on the safety and efficacy of life-saving vaccines. And despite TikTok's pledge to address harmful misinformation, these videos are being viewed millions of times. For example, the Institute for Strategic Dialogue found that a sample of 124 TikTok videos containing vaccine misinformation were viewed 20 million times. And Media Matters found that a sample of 18 videos with COVID-19 misinformation were viewed over 57 million times. Here's another shocking study. The Journal of American Medical Informatics Association found that when searching hashtag quote coronavirus on TikTok, almost 30% of the videos that came up contained misinformation. Videos in that sample containing a high level of misinformation were viewed a median of 9.4 million times. Mr. Shu, what are these, why are these dangerous videos falling through the cracks of your company's efforts to enforce its own community guidelines and remove harmful misinformation? Any dangerous uh, misinformation is part, we partner with third party experts to be able to identify and help us with subject domain expertise. And with the expertise we, that we recognize, we rely on those to develop policies, to recognize and remove content well, that could be. Your efforts are, have failed and they're dangerous. Madam Chair, I would like to clarify something. In the follow-up question to Representative Dan's question just now, I misunderstood the follow-up about ByteDance buying um, on, on behalf of the Chinese government. My answer to that question should be a no because it came very rapidly. I just want to clarify that. First of all, does the Chinese government need to approve Project, Project Texas for TikTok to agree to it? Uh, Congressman, we have designed Project Texas um, to move forward in the United States. This is something that we have described at length in the written testimony and in my opening statement. The firewall of American data on, stored on American soil by an American company overseen by American right. personnel. This, but, this is designed to move forward in the United States. But does the Chinese government need to approve Project Texas for you to agree to it? We do not believe so. I understand that under Project Texas, business data and public data will be permitted to regularly leave the United States. Is that correct? Um, almost all the data is under the that's not public. It's under the definition of protected data. This accepted data that you mentioned, I can get back to your team on this, is really for interoperability purposes to make sure that the business can still operate and American users are still getting the benefit. Well, can you tell us what global data, platform. what data, where the data goes and how it's used by the company? It will travel outside of the United States, um, but I can get back to you on the specifics. It's okay. data that doesn't, it cannot be used to identify users, you know, so it really is data that ensures the interoperability of the platform. When you discuss where the data goes and how it's used by the company, how and at what points of data transfer does the U.S. data feed the PRC-developed algorithm used by TikTok? How would the data that you're talking about we, we, TikTok does not, it's not available in mainland China. The, PR, the PRC-developed algorithm used by TikTok, how does U.S. data get fed by that? The, the U.S., the algorithm that leads to the U.S. app is in the Oracle cloud infrastructure and is trained by U.S. and global data. Again, TikTok does not, is not available in mainland China. 
How can we trust that these exceptions for Project Texas won't be used, abused by China's government or by foreign adversaries? We can, we, this is the fourth commitment, transparency, third-party monitors, including the definitions of these um, exceptions, and you know, we, want, we can be very transparent on how they're used. Okay, I guess, I guess my question will be that you want to get back to me in writing, that's fine, but how we would distinguish between the data for interoperability that you suggest needs to be shared with what data would it be shared? Yeah. It, it's, um, again, you know, it's, um, first of all, public data is not part of the protected data definition because public data is what users want to share globally. So if you post a video and you want someone in France to see it, just by definition, it has to leave the United States. Otherwise, the world cannot see it. Now, there are certain aggregated um, and anon anonymized data sets that's useful for interoperability for for advertising, for example. Right. And that is um, part of what we're talking about. Right. I can get back to you on the specifics, but... I think we'd also want to know how it's anonymized and how, what, what oversight and enforcement we can count on. Okay, I, I can get back to you on specifics. Are you aware of any instances of TikTok distributing content from Chinese state media on the platform? We will label them clearly to, for our users to understand that. Do you disagree with FBI Director Ray and NSA Director Nakasone when they said that the CCP could have the capability to manipulate data and send it to the United States? Do you disagree with their statement? Their, their statement says could. Uh, so do you disagree with that? No, I don't disagree with that. And this is a yes or no question. Does TikTok track users' individual keystrokes? Only for security purposes, for, like, for example, like detecting bots, but we don't monitor what users say. So the only purpose that you would monitor keystrokes is for security purposes. I can get back to you on more specifics, but this is not unlike what many other companies in the industry does. So the keystroke monitoring does not go beyond what common industry practice in comparison to platforms like Facebook or Instagram use? Yes, I, yes, I believe so. Okay. Um, and does TikTok keep records of users' credit cards and passwords? I'm not aware of that. You, you don't need that to log in. Of course, I can get back to you on specifics if you make a transaction on an e-commerce platform. But regardless, all that U.S. data will be stored within the Project Texas firewall, um, you know, uh, within the Oracle Cloud infrastructure and overseen by American personnel. So you would store credit card and password information? Uh, I, I need to check on the specifics. We are launching a pilot e-commerce plan, and we're making sure that that data is very secure within the Oracle Cloud infrastructure. When this migration is complete, who will have access to that data? Uh, right now, a team called TikTok US Data Security, US led data. by American personnel, uh -huh. they have access to that. We have began this uh, operations already. Okay, but the app itself has access to the data, correct? Um, only through them. You described that TikTok is a subsidiary of ByteDance. Uh, Mr. Griffith just said that you guys share the same lawyers. You have stated that your direct report is the CEO of ByteDance, but you've also stated that at certain levels, TikTok operates without direct daily control from ByteDance. You have used content moderation as an example for that. TikTok's privacy policy states that, uh, states that you may share user data within your corporate group. Does that corporate group include ByteDance? Um, if you are talking about that one entity that has the share the, for the for Chinese media licensing purposes, I think it's called Beijing Douyin Services. If you're talking about that entity, the government share, the answer is you know we have cut off you know all access of uh, U.S. data sets to that. So employees of the entity. <laughs> but your user privacy. So your corporate group, ByteDance is part of your corporate group. Uh, 
ByteDance is the is the is the top company. So, so yeah, with, you're talking about the other entities within the group. So you just testified that you firewalled this. Does that statement? So you're saying the TikTok's executives you've, that operate independently of ByteDance, but does that statement not hold for sharing of access to data? Well, I was talking about that one entity that has um, that many of you have raised some concerns. You know, that's the that's the entity that, that I'm talking about. The entity with the the uh, Chinese government's um, investment that has that is for the purpose of Chinese um, internet licensing for the Chinese business. Nothing Let me ask it a different way: What other entities have access to TikTok user data? Well, after Project Texas, we're going to move it so that only um, uh, TikTok user data security. Has, has controlled the access of that data. Okay, so, and we could bring you back either in after Project Texas is done, but right now, what other entities have access to TikTok's user data today? Only by requirement. It's really only by requirement. Uh, certain employees may use, may need, uh, require some access of data to help build the product. Um, but for US, you know, we have moved it for Project Texas, and by the end of this year, it will be firewalled away. Without objection, the committee is adjourned. Lawfare No Bull is produced in cooperation with the Brookings Institution and Goat Rodeo. You can support Lawfare's suite of podcasts by joining our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash lawfare. That's www.patreon.com slash lawfare. You should rate and review Lawfare No Bull wherever you found us. And you should share us on all the social medias. And as always, thanks for listening.